You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. Hey everyone, Double A here. Hey, check it out. I am now an ambassador for Ray's Energy Drink. If you're looking for an energy drink that's going to provide you with maximum stamina, energy, focus, and recovery, do not look any further. Ray's Energy has got you covered. Go to repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S.com and enter promo code PROFILE to receive 15% off all of your orders. Tell them Double A sent you. And always remember to take it easy. What is up, everyone? Double A back for another episode here on the Profile Pod. Thank you so much for being here. Much appreciated. This episode brings us to show business veterans, the Animal A and Ian Lance. And if you're an aspiring actor or an actor or any, you in, in show business in any capacity, you're really going to appreciate this episode because they provided a lot of insight, a lot of information that's very useful and relevant right now in the state of the showbiz industry. So uh, I think you're going to like this one. So please enjoy this one. Deanna is doing big things. She's been an executive producer right now with Ghetto Busters that's streaming on Tubi. Uh, she's an actress. She's been a beauty pageant contestant. She's won beauty pageants. And uh, she's, uh, again, just, just doing a lot of big things. She's spearheading another production or various productions here upcoming. So uh, she's really, really interesting to talk to. Ian, is, uh, he's been a friend of mine for over 30 years now. And, you know, he, he's been in the business for a long time, acting. He's been producing. He, he creates art. He's got his own movement going, Ian Lance Art, with uh, Raised in L.A. with his partner, Dan. So he's got a lot, a lot of uh, experience in this world, also. So uh, both, both, uh, both of our guests were really, really a pleasure to have on. Very insightful. So enjoy this one, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to subscribe on Profile Pot TV YouTube. Provide a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram. All that good stuff. All right. So th- thanks again for being here. We'll talk soon. And always remember to take it easy. Tune in, 
the social nostra and uh, there's something there for everybody all right so i uh, want to say real quick uh, uh go rams los angeles rams we're in the super bowl damn it and if you could get me tickets for less than a thousand dollars give me a call or, or shoot me a dm and uh, we'll do <laughs> that's like impossible like like uh like 1000 times 10 right <laughs> big shout out to to the rams i just wanted to mention that and uh you know but so let's get down to brass tacks this i'm, I'm chomping at the bit here we're gonna have fun tonight man it's uh it's 9 p.m. on the West Coast here, so I, obviously you're going to be watching this at, at, at various times. But uh, it's Tuesday night here, and I have two very special guests. Uh, ladies first, so I'm going to start with our, 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 our uh, woman here that's here. She is uh, doing all kinds of stuff. She's a veteran in the business. She's been 25 years in the business as an actress. She's the CEO of Deanna Land Productions, her own production company. She's a real estate agent. She's an executive producer of Ghetto Busters, the hit show right now that's streaming on Tubi. So if you haven't seen that, go tune in right now. Um, and she's doing so much more. And I can't wait to talk to her. Uh, we have Deanna Molay. Welcome, Deanna. And then we have my man who we go back. Oh, my gosh. We're just talking about 30 years. Believe it or not, my man Ian Lance is here from Raised in L.A. Arts. He's doing his thing. He's, uh, he's done some acting. He's done all kinds of stuff, and I, I can't wait to talk to him. He's, he's associated and affiliated with all these different productions, and we're going to get to the bottom of what he, what else he's got going. So, guys, welcome. Thank you so much for being here tonight. What's up? Thank you for having yeah. us. Yeah. Who's going first? Yeah. No, you're welcome, Deanna. It's a pleasure having you here, and it's, uh, you know, uh, thank you so much for, for bringing Ian on, man. I, I wasn't sure if he was going to be on. Thank you, Ian, for, 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 for coming on, brother. I, I had to back my girl up every, every time she gets in a project. I'm like, I, I got you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, man. It, it's, dude, it, I can't believe it's uh, it's like surreal, man, having you here, you know, because uh, we've, we've only we've spoken on the phone and like with DMs, and, and now we're face-to-face finally, but not in person, but hey, man, it's, I'll take it, you know what I mean? I'll take it. Good to see you, brother. You too. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt, man. So what, what you got? I see you got the step and repeat right behind you. You got the ghetto busters going. You got the uh, what's behind? What's playing in the, on the TV there? I believe we have episode uh, four playing behind us. Okay. We have episode four, and uh, actually, it's been a very exciting time since uh, January seventh to be uh, launched Ghetto Busters. Uh, we've been having an amazing ride. The journey of Ghetto Busters has been, it's been amazing. It really, truly has been amazing. And I'm proud to say that Ian's been a part of it. Um, I brought in Ian um, probably about a year ago. I actually pitched him and said, you know, Ian, hey, let's let's put our logo up all over L.A. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, of course, Ian's looking at me like, uh, wait a second. Uh, I, I don't draw. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's awesome that you, you, you got into the fray there, Ian. Uh, what, what's it been like for you, man? You know, Deanna asked you kind of, like she, she just mentioned, kind of on a whim. And uh, how's it been for you, man, being part of this journey with, with Ghetto Busters and, and everything else going on, man? It's, it's, been uh, it's, it's fun. It's, it's great to be back home. I, I mean, I've been gone from my hometown for about a decade. And Deanna and I have always kept in touch. Uh, but to be part of this journey with 
with Ghetto Busters and everybody associated with it, I've met some really, really cool people that I didn't know before. And it's, you know, from, from seeing it from day one on YouTube to Comic-Con to the different, you know, Chinese theater events to the red carpet events, it's just been a fun, fun ride. And it's great to like incorporate different like businesses. It like, it's coming full circle with art, TV show, restaurants, um, production companies, people like yourself. It's just, it just comes full circle. Yeah, it really does, man. You just never know what's, what, uh, you know, what's gonna, what's gonna pop up, right? You, you just keep going forward. You stay on the, you stay on the, on the grind, on the path. And yeah, like you said, man, it, it think good things happen and, uh, you know, things just, uh, it's, it's, it's fun to see, man. It's fun to see you, you doing your thing, man. And uh, I know you, you, uh, you, I remember when you did your action, man, back, I mean, 20 years ago, you did that. It was kind of a gangster film, uh, cholo film, quote unquote. <laughs> cholo film. <laughs> That's all they're cooking. He, he had played the cholo. He had played the cholo, believe it or not. And, uh, what, now, what now, was that? What's now, that? Now Ian, now Ian is known as Mr. Ian Bond. Uh, Ian you know, triple oh seven, not double, <laughs> but triple oh seven. Oh, oh, Back in the day, he was known as Triple X. <laughs> oh man. No, no, you, you, man. That's so, Ian. I know you've uh, you've always been, you know, had your your acting interests and your artistic interests, man. And like I said, brother, you like it, see, it looks, it's nice to see that you uh, you continue to pursue that, and and you're in the fray, man. You're in the mix, so it's great to see that, you know. Uh, and then you know, you know, being associated with with, with people as as Deanna and uh, gosh, what what a very what a uh, you know interesting turn of of events, man. So. Uh, Deanna, man, I I want to talk to you, you know, about you know everything you got going. You got so much going on. You got Deanna Land Productions. You've got uh, you know obviously Ghetto Busters, executive producing. Um, you're a real estate agent. When do you when do you sleep? I get, do you sleep? <laughs> I mean, geez, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, you got uh, some up stuff stuff coming up like uh, the product. I don't know how much you can say about that right now. Uh, so. But what I, what's what's been going on with you, Deanna? Uh, you know, again, you know, twenty five years in the business, and uh, you know what? What's what's the what's the journey been like for you thus far? You know, gosh. it's it's definitely been an amazing journey. I mean, I cannot say anything more except the fact that right before we started the podcast. You know, of course, I could do things all day long by myself, one-on-one, -on -one, but it's so much more fun to engage in a party, especially knowing the fact that I've collaborated with so many people along the way. And Ian, with our history of knowing each other as well, you know, I've known Ian for, wow, 30-plus years. Yeah. And, wow. you know, he he's somebody that I met along the way back in the acting days and everything. We've always kept in touch over the years. And fast forward, you know, he's just somebody that I've always known that he would be a part of my life and my journeys of, you know, my marriage, um, obviously professionally. You know, right now he just hit me up about obviously even real estate. I don't want to get too personal, but, <laughs> but you know, it's just really nice to be around people that not just work along with you, but believe in your visions and your dreams because they're not perfect. And with that, you know, you have your ups and downs. You, you have your emotional breakdowns. I mean, I know for a fact I've called Ian on days where I'm like, Ian, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, my God, you know. 
you know, that just makes it that much more real to me to have people involved, you know, not only being on a podcast with me, but, you know, on a daily basis of my journey and where I'm going uh, as of today. Um, yes, I'm working on another project, which is called The Product. It is a limited series. It has to deal with content of human trafficking in our community. Um, it's very much a under, very underplayed, swept under the carpet subject that a lot of people don't want to talk about. But in my case, I at least want to put the awareness about human trafficking out there. So in that case, again, we're not basically blindsided by what society doesn't want us to see. But instead, if we see it, we don't ignore it. It's never going to go away. But at least we can do something about it. And we can recognize the signs that are out there for people who are in distress, or if not, they're being victimized. Or in this case, it could be you and I next. And that's what people need to realize. It can happen to anybody at any time, at any age. Yeah, it's definitely scary. Is that a dog? Yeah. Yes, it's Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> you make it, yeah. She wants oh to get into the podcast. Oh. She's telling you, run, 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 what she got to. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, just making sure. Uh, no, that, yeah, it, it is a very, uh, gosh, um, controversial uh, topic, right? And uh, that it's uh, very scary, you know, like you just mentioned. It can happen to anyone at any time. And uh, for, for you to just start, you know, kind of, spearheading uh, a, a, a project where bringing awareness raising awareness to this uh, yeah kudos to you Deanna, because you're not you're not seeing that right now you know and I, and I think a lot of people uh, you know again because it's so controversial so, such a sensitive thing um, you know maybe people are kind of you know a little uh, wary of, of jumping into that that, that, uh, that world right? Uh, but but like I said, you know, thank good. It's good to see you kind of taking the charge, leading the charge on that. Um, but you know, I want to kind of take it back a little bit, Deanna. You know, when you first got into the business, you know, twenty five years ago or so, uh, what was it like for you as a Latina, you know, a woman, a Latina woman, right, breaking into the business? And you know, what kind of challenges did you have? You know, was it uh, anything that you expected it to be was it was it easier was it more difficult I mean, kind of take us talk about that a little bit take us back well you know what needless to say even back then and 25 years ago my ass was too big <laughs> i literally i oh. literally would go you know obviously on casting calls and uh i definitely would be told hey you look great on camera your acting abilities are great, but, you know, you're just a little bit of what Hollywood does not engage. You're not a size two. You don't have a, a flat booty and no boobs. Sorry, we can't use you. So I'm like, okay, fine, not a problem. Wow. So I actually found my way um, in the whole acting um, field of obviously, obviously being an actress. And that actually just came about of the whole fact of getting involved in pageants. And with that came the fact of um, when I did win Miss California back in 1997, uh, my first prize was basically a walk-on part to a movie. 
And so, and back then it was called silk stockings. And yes, I'm giving my age away. <laughs> yeah. What was that? A, is USA Network? Correct me if I'm wrong. Back in the What's day. That? Was that on USA Network? Back in the yes, day? Yes, it was on US, uh, USA okay. Network. <laughs> Damn. Got it. Boom. All right. Show your age, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Silver Fox over there. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. But, you know. So okay, yeah. So silk silk stockings. So you kind of uh, so through that pageant, through the you kind of uh, parlayed that into, or you said that it was part of the um, uh, winning, right? Okay, and that that kind of got you in the door with type of thing. And yes, it got there? me in the door. You know, at the time when I went on set, um, I was only told, "Hey, it's only a walk-on part. You're gonna walk, and you're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. It's called background work." And I said, yeah, that's fine. Not a problem. So I went on set, did exactly what I needed to do. And that day, the director asked me, he's like, you know, do you know what a script is? I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't know what a script is. He says, well, here, take this, learn these lines and come back and we're going to put you on camera and you're going to deliver these lines. And pretty much the rest was history. I got Taft Hartley, my very first job. I ended up working with Stool Seagal uh, Productions in San Diego on a couple of projects thereafter. And that's pretty much how I got into the business. So, yeah, luck wow. being a, in the right place at the right time. Absolutely. No, that's great. That's great. And then, you know, you got, you got on to, uh, I mean, you've, you've done some big movies, Rockstar, uh, Magic Mike. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Man on the uh, Moon. Oh, Man on the Moon, Jim Carrey. Right? <laughs> Unbelievable. Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza, there you go. Yeah. Currently Licorice Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Among others, I you know, you go on your IMDB, it's it's pretty extensive and uh, you know, so so back going back so from there, uh, you know, you 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 got into the business, you're acting now. And what what did you encounter any um from that point on, was it did you encounter any more challenges, Adriana? Or from there, once you got in the door, was it was it more of a just kind of um, it was it easier in any sense in any way, shape or form? You know, it never became easier. It always became different, and I was always in the right place at the right time. Even when I got my first course Light commercial, um, I got upgraded right there on set. Um, Man on the Moon, I got upgraded while I was on set. So I didn't actually audition for these parts. I was in the right place at the right time, and. The reason why, like I said, it became different with each set that I was on was because, again, I was not the traditional-looking woman that was casted into that role. I would be there for the day, for example, on Baywatch. I was a regular background girl on Baywatch. And every time I came in, there was a core group of girls who was always hired for, you know, the, the day shots, which would be like two days a week. Back then, it was, again, great money being in a bathing suit on Baywatch. And as soon as I would walk in, the girls would be like, and I'm talking about the girls who were size two, size four. I came in, you know, more full-figured, shy six, big old booty. <laughs> Damn, Deanna's here. The director's going to pick her. And sure enough, you know, I'd be sitting there all just minding my own business. You come here. And I'd be like, oh, my goodness. And, and by all the luck, I would always be put in front of the camera. So that's why I never mind doing background work because – I either always got picked 
upgraded and Lady Luck was always by my side, always by my side. So every time I tried to pull away from the business and be like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm good with it. It always lured me right back in because as soon as I was back on set, there it was again all over. Uh, they would be calling me, you know, hey, come over here. Even when I met Ian on CSI Miami set, you know, I was hanging out with with, with the actors. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the corner drawing with my hoodie on. <laughs> oh, man. Dino set, right? So yeah. it was just always a lot of fun. It was always a lot of fun. And we always got very lucky to be with a core group of background people who ended up either getting hired or if not um, being called in for casting for parts, or if not, we'd get under fives. So that's how it pretty much, you know, kept rolling along the way. So it just became a little different. And so I'm not used to the traditional, um, you know, going out and auditioning for parts. Even now, you know, I have friends of mine who work in casting and they'll call me, hey, Deanna, we have another five. It's a new pilot. It's this, it's that. Now, you know, producing my own projects, even with myself, I don't actually hire myself. I definitely go through a process making sure that my director's good with me, um, being cast in a part, whatever it may be, because at the end of the day, it's all about the best for the project. If there's another actor or actress who's better for the part, then by all means, have that person come in and do that. Yeah, I, I love that humility. I love that. And, you know, Lyrics was here, uh, Jaime was here last week, and he, he mentioned that exactly, what you just said. And he, he had, originally, he was going to take the role on of uh, Jalapeno, right, the starring role. Right. And he, you know, was humble enough, and he realized that, this, you know, this, is gonna, this isn't going to benefit the project. What's mostly going to benefit the project is if somebody else plays it, plays Jalapeno. So he stepped aside, you know, and, uh, you know, now, you know, it, it benefits. Obviously, obviously, we're seeing the fruits of that, you know, with, with uh, Ghetto Busters. Uh, but, yeah, you know, so you guys both have been acting for a long time. What, what would you guys say, man? This, and this is something for uh, even myself as an actor, you know, uh, getting back into the business. And, uh, but when it comes to acting, you know, getting into the business, what's the one thing you guys would say? That you you got to have it. You got to have it to be successful in the business. Uh, if you're going to get into the business, right? It's, it's the one thing. If you can narrow it down to that one thing, what, what do you guys say about that? It's connections. <laughs> it, it comes down to connections, really. It's all about who you know. I mean, it, be, yeah. even before, before talent, Ian, before you know skill and all of that. Holy God! Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's true because you know, even in casting, um, you know, which I still um, talk to my acting coach at the studio that I studied at, and shout out to In the Moment Studio, by the way. Um, it's all about those connections because when it comes to casting, either people believe in you as a casting director because of your resume at the shows that you've casted for, or in my case, even right now working um, on my own project, which is the product, reaching out to my actors now, which are A, B, C listers. But at the end of the day, they're looking at my resume. They're looking at what I just recently got distribution for, what I'm working on, what's currently airing. So they're always looking at the whole fact of the connection of not only the affiliation of who you know, 
but now who knows you? And again, more and more doors open up because there's so much talent out there, so much unrecognized talent. And that's why I formed my production company, Deanna Land, was again, and I know this sounds so cliche, but is to make the dreams and the wishes of other people's dreams to come true. Because everybody wants that opportunity. But when they get the opportunity, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to run with it. So if I give that opportunity to you to come and act in one of my projects, I sure in the heck hope you have a game plan to help either promote or be the best actor that you can be to brand yourself in that project. So in that case, you're blessed beyond that because otherwise you can give that opportunity to an individual and they will, do, they will not do anything else except collect a paycheck for the day and now wait for the next gig. Wow. wow. And so connections make a huge difference in right. being an actor these days. Huge. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I like I like your honesty there. I like your honesty, you know. Uh, but like you said, there's so much talent. I mean, there's a lot of talent out there. A lot, right? And it's untapped and whatever. And, but you, you, yeah, and, and it's uh, the networking piece is, is key, right? The networking piece. So, so if you're ever casting, Deanna, I'm, I'm available. Just let I me knew know. it. I knew it. <laughs> I got my headshot, so I, I, I'll be, we'll be in touch. Uh, well, I think you have some good connections. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, what happened? We lost you there on the video. Oh, well, Uh-oh. Click close. Close. Oh, yeah. ah. There's Deanna right there. I see. There we go. Did we oh, lose you? There we there go. We are. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, and uh, you've also done some uh, beauty con. You were Miss America two thousand four, Miss International two thousand twelve. Uh, what were what were those experiences like? Talk about those uh, beauty pageant experiences. Uh, what were some of the things you liked? Some of the things you disliked about it, if, if anything. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just, again, I want to be transparent and I want to be honest. Um, you know, being an actual representative of a title is a lot of humility. But again, you have to have a game plan and a goal. And if you're going into it just wanting to wear a crown and a banner and walk into a room and, and be, you know, presence there for the moment, you're in it for all the wrong reasons. Because, again, you become a titleist, you basically work your booty off for free all day long. But the connections that you make last a lifetime. So if and when you do decide to enter a pageant and say you win, and in my case, you know, I did win the Ms. America pageant and I won the Ms. International, I always had a game plan. Okay, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this title? What am I going to do to make a difference in my community? So that right there, after that said and done, you got to blaze a trail, but always leave your bookmark and your brand. But for the most part, your legacy with people, because when you need to come back full circle and say, for example, now that I'm involved in a production company, I now can go back to these people that I met along the way and ask them, hey, I would love to have your pageant girls in my project. Or, you know, I would love to attach, you know, your brand to my project or your nonprofit organization. So all those connections that I made along the way have now come back tenfold 
for my projects to become that much more successful with what I do in my production company, outside of my life as well. And no matter what, you know, I always have a place to go for Thanksgiving too. So, <laughs> so you know, as far as far as you know, pageants and being a titleist, you know, you just always have to have, you know, that whole, you know, humility to just know that what are you going to get out of it? No, it's all about what can you give back and pay forward. So again, it comes back full circle. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I respect. I have a lot of respect for those beauty pageants and those, those contestants and uh, those women because, you know, they get asked these questions and you're, you're on the spot, the spotlight's on you, the limelight's on you. And uh, I, I remember thinking when I was a kid watching these these uh, pageants and, you know, when it came time to, you know, for the, for the contestant to answer questions, right, I was just like, wow, you know, I, I, back, back in the day, I was just, I was super introverted, super shy. And uh, I remember thinking, like, man, that would be petrifying for me, you know, to answer that question. You know, you always get that question, you know, what, what would you do, uh, what, what's your, what's, how would you attain world peace or, or something like that, you know. And, like, just a, a very, very uh, heavy question, you know. Um, Ian, man, tell us a little bit about uh, Raised in L.A. When did you start it? You know, what kind of inspired that whole thing, brother? And uh, yeah, talk talk about Raising LA for us a little bit, man. Yeah, Raising LA was um was a concept that was started by my my art partner Dan Gianni. He goes by Dan Warren. He was in two uh, writing crews, MSK and um, AWS. They're like old school, like some of the first um, writing uh, crews in LA that started back a while ago. I was doing garages in the South Side of Chicago, uh, and Dan and I would, would follow each other and keep in touch. And being from L.A., I always loved that logo, Raisin L.A. And in Chicago, I would do Shiloh for uh, Chicago-L.A. Because I always wanted to keep the roots of, okay. of L.A. with me. But also, I'm living in Chicago, so I was paying, you know, respects to both cities. And they loved it. Like, people from the West Coast and the Midwest were liking what I was doing. Um, when I came back to L.A., I met up with Dan at uh, Snow White Cafe on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, it's one of the oldest bars on Hollywood Boulevard. Um, they have a lot of Disney artwork that's been grandfathered. You can't have Disney artwork unless you get permission by Disney. But the cartoonists used to go in there and draw there, uh, the original guys from the original Snow White. And Dan brought me some Raisin Olay um, uh, canvases, and he's like, hey, let's see what you can do with this. So we talked. We had a few beers there, and it was just cool because we were at this – historic place where we're both meeting up for the first time collaborating talking about like the, you know the direction of raised in la and then after that everything started off like from there on we went to venice beach and then like a snowstorm hit um la i was doing a lot of chicago la and he was doing the raised in la mm -hmm. and we started incorporating it and then it just kind of grew and grew we were, we were just having fun and then before you know it we started incorporating the streets um for instance, we did Laurel Canyon and Mulholland, so we would do Love, you know, Mulholland and Laurel Canyon. We did Love Street where Jim Morrison, that street's been landmarked. Uh, that's where Jim Morrison used to live. That's where the Doors. There's a whole history of, like, the Hollywood scene of that rock era. And Love then Street's, that's what we – I'm sorry, Ian. I'm sorry. What, Love Street's – is it in Hollywood? Love Street? Yeah, it's in Hollywood um, off Laurel Canyon. 
It's where the Lowell Canyon Country Store is, Lowell Canyon Cafe. Um, it's where Jim Morrison used to live with his girlfriend. That's why they landmarked it. Pam, right? Pam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's and, and then we just got lucky over the years. We just started just having fun. We started, you know, we did The Godfather. It's one of my favorite movies. We did it like four years ago in front of Paramount Studios. Um, it got a lot of, you know, likes and whatnot. Um, and then we also did the first Kobe Hall of Fame uh, mural in LA. Oh, where's that one, bro? That one, with, the first one was off of Laurel Canyon and Crescent Heights. We did that like three years ago. Uh, it might have gotten fucked out. And then we did another one in front of In N Out, but we had about like 10 or 12 different Kobe Laker um, murals all around Hollywood. Yeah, I, I see a, a lot of your work, man. And you guys will, you'll take those power boxes, right, on the sidewalks and and just, and, and and paint those. Um, now you and Dan, the first time you met was on, on Instagram. You guys met on Instagram. We met through social media. Okay. Uh, we had mutual friends um, that kind of connected us, mm-hmm. and then from there we just kind of linked up. I was living at the Chicago in Chicago at the time. He was in LA doing a bunch of raising LA. Um, prints and power boxes and i loved it i said man i that's my hometown i wish i could be doing that stuff uh, and then sure enough it just happened we're we're both doing it yeah, yeah this is a, this is the most popular one right now going in, around in <laughs> la <laughs> oh there it is yeah <laughs> raised in la right there yeah that's right yeah and dan right yeah dan's the partner partner man and, and what kind of uh I've got a lot of the collective oh, stuff. Go. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Yes, look at that. That's right. Raised in LA, <laughs> Ian Lance, my man. And the, I like that. I like how you you, you you took that. You inverted the M right there. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that's classic. I like that little touch right there. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, you know, you're you're doing a lot with it. What what are some of your uh, plans and, and what's for for raised in LA, man? What are some future goals for for this? Uh, project or, or your, your little movement or your movement what, what, what do you got going i i think it's to, to give it a platform to give other artists and creatives a platform uh mm-hmm. since we're doing a lot of the art in hollywood to start high like highlighting and showcasing other arts whether it's television books film individuals uh just to to use that raising la platform to highlight them again yeah no i love it ian i love it man I, and uh Again, man, you go, you go on. Uh, what's some of your? Uh, I'm sure you love all your pieces, man. But uh, what are some of your more notable ones that you you just super proud of, man? Um, yeah, well, I'm sure you're proud of all of them, but yeah, there's a <laughs> the bot. I love doing bottles. That's one of my oh. favorite names. It's like bottles. That's awesome. Um, done shoes. Yeah, there's a whole do shoes. Um, I think. I think Dan and I will probably get in, you know, stickers, merchandise. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. They're all, they're like your kids. After a while, you just kind of have fun with the paintings, canvas, uh, and you just have fun with it. I, I wouldn't say I have a favorite one, uh, but I do have a favorite one from the Lowe's Hotel at the Ghetto Busters box. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and, and it also has better than sex, too. I, I got to give a shout out to, to better than sex. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The restaurant on, on is that Sunset or Hollywood Boulevard? It's on Melrose. 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 Oh, I'm way yeah. off. Gosh darn it. Yeah. Okay. 
better than sex, man. I got to get out there, man, and, and you know, have one of those uh, cheesecake. Cheesecake. <laughs> got to get a rim job. Drink uh, cheesecake. <laughs> I drink some of the rim jobs. <laughs> oh, nice. Jeez, man. Um, it, it, Deanna, I know you're from Montebello. You know, and, and one thing about Montebello, back in the day, uh, do you remember Gotham? <laughs> of course, of course. Of course. Oh, man. Uh, I, you know, Gotham, I remember we were going there. Uh, I had just gotten out of the Navy, just like 97, 98. And uh, we were partying one day. I ran into my man, uh, Danny De La Paz, uh, Big Puppet. And, uh, Big Puppet. Oh, my yeah. God. And, yeah, he was, he's, he's been on here. I had the pleasure of having him on the podcast. And, uh, so I was like all starstruck and shit. And, and uh, you know, and they would have comedy nights there and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, Montebello, man. Hey, and so for you growing up in Montebello, did you have aspirations of getting into this business back then, back in the day? I have to admit, yes, I did. Um, I definitely was a jock in high school. I was a CIF swimmer, which was pretty awesome. Oh. But I always wanted to get into drama and do the plays and everything, but I never had the time because I was always working out. So it was just something that, oh, okay, can't get involved with the play. Oh, well, you know, next thing. But um, my health my health and aid uh, teacher, she basically was the one who encouraged me to do my first pageant, which was Miss Montebello. And I ended up doing that, and I was successful. And again, like I said, it was history from that time on, too. So I always had somewhat of a calling to do something in the entertainment industry. Uh, you know, I got involved with Lowrider magazine back in the day, too. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Did you pose? Did you model? Were you a model? I, I imagine. No, I did not. My dad, uh, my dad told me straight out, "Mija, keep your clothes on." <laughs> oh man! I was always a very obedient daughter. Always had the, you know, the utmost respect for my dad and for myself too. So I just kind of stuck to that whole game plan of just. You know, doing what I needed to do, finished high school, went to college, went to Rio Hondo, and then I ended up marrying my um, my high school sweetheart, having my daughter, and, you know, that was pretty much my life then, and then, you know, like I said, in between, you know, I got back into the entertainment business, and uh, it was always an in and out type of thing, so yes, it was always in my blood to become an entertainer. Yeah, yeah, you know what? And my my daughter, I have three daughters, so. Oh wow. I'm gonna uh, I need to talk to you. You know, I need to talk to my my daughters because uh, they need to have <laughs> that same respect for me. Got, got started. You know. They don't want to keep their clothes on. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, they're, they're straight. I know. Shit, I need. Babe. <laughs> they got no, no. They're still small. They, I got a three, a five-year-old, and a thirteen-year-old, but um, you know, they, they better respect me like that too. So, you know. I don't know. Uh, social media is not going anywhere anytime soon, and who knows what TikTok's gonna be? Oh you know no, no, no way, no way, man. That's uh, you know, but but uh, going back to to, to the business, uh, guys, uh, and you you were also on on Container Wars, I yes. mentioned a few years ago. 
Uh, I like that clip where you're screaming at the guy, $30,000! You get right in his face, and you were not playing, man. You were not playing. <laughs> uh, uh, talk about that experience. How, how did you get on that show? Yeah. <laughs> behind the story behind the story now yeah. that is a good story uh when i went in for casting for that um they actually were not casting for a woman my husband and i went in for storage hunters which was on true tv at the time and they were looking for a couple and when we went in for casting um you know fortunately the casting directors they saw you know pretty much the talent that I had, you know, as far as knowing my items, knowing my memorabilia. I mean, you really needed to know your stuff. And I still do resell on eBay. I still have that generated income, you know, on the side, side hustle. And so at the time I was going to estate sales, garage sales, name it. And I was just cashing in left and right on antiques, you know, name brand fashion items, everything, name it. I was making money. And so when I went in for casting, you know, they're like, hey, we love you. Your husband's really good looking, but it's you. You can tell you're the brains here. So we have another show. <laughs> I know. My poor husband. <laughs> um, Shout out to the husband. So, Shout out to the husband. Yeah. So they, 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 they told me, they're like, okay, we have another show. And, uh, but this one, uh, we're not really looking for an actual full-time cast member. So if they hire you for an episode or two, are you willing to go ahead and come on the show? So I told them right there and then, I said, no, I want to be a full-time cast member. Either you're going to bring me on or you're not. Okay, we'll bring you in for casting either way. So I ended up going to the casting for that. That day when I walked into the casting room, this gentleman walks in, this butthole, and I'm keeping my language very sweet right now because <laughs> I can have a potty mouth. Deanna, this butthole walks sorry. in the room. Did you guys see? Deanna, can you scoot up? You're coming out of the frame. Can you scoot Yeah, sure. Um, there you go. Anyways, uh, this, this person, this person, um, a pure butthole, comes into the room with um, untied shoes, pants that you can tell are dirty, and you could just tell that this person just didn't, like, take a shower and was just not clean. So I called his ass out. I called his ass out. Oh, and he was, he's all, oh, so what are you here for? And I said, what am I here for? I said, no, what are you here for? He, and he starts laughing at me. And he's all, are you here for Container Wars? I said, yes. And he says, okay, well, tell me about yourself. I said, no, no, tell me who you are first. And he's like, no, you're here for casting, so tell me what you're here for. And I told him straight out, I'm here to shop for Container Wars. And so he turned around, he said, okay, he said, let's, let's cut through this, you know. And I said, you know what? And he was irritating the crap out of me. So I turned around and I said, you know what? I said, from just looking at you, you have untied shoes. Because that tells me you are sloppy as heck. You have you have pants that you have not probably washed for two weeks. You probably don't even have underwear on right now because you don't have time to do your laundry. And I don't know when's the last time you took a shower. So he stood there and he laughed his butt off at me and walked out of the room. And I'm like, oh, my God, what a, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm out of here. Uh -huh. So the casting director comes back in. Her name is Cindy. And she's like, 
Deanna, and I'm all, what? She's all, the camera was on the whole time. She goes, do you know who that was? I said, I don't know who it was. And I told, I told, I said, Cindy, I'm done. I'm good. I'm going to go home. Call me if you need me. Otherwise, this is definitely not my gig. I'm already pissed off, okay? So she's like, that was the executive producer of Container Wars. I was like, what? Holy shit. Holy shit. What the? <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Holy shit. What the? So she said, Deanna, I'll be right back. Hold on. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm like feeling hot. I'm feeling red, and I'm like, oh, my God, Deanna, you just messed this whole thing up. So he walks back in the room with Cindy. He introduces himself, and he's like, oh, I'm the executive producer. It's so nice to meet you. And so he's like, what are you doing next week? And I'm like, "Uh, well, I don't really have anything planned. He goes, well, why don't you come down? He's like, I would love for you to do a dry run with the cast that we have right now, and we'll take it from there. So I said, okay, fine. So I went to the car, called my husband, and I just break down in tears because I'm like, honey, I just made a complete jerk off out of myself. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Did they, was that, That's what I said. <laughs> did they set, like, was that a, did they set you up kind of thing? Like a, was That's that what capture? it felt like. And they got all this on camera, by the way. Right, they right. got all exactly. of this on camera. So, so anyways, obviously, you know, I go oh. on the following week. I ended up meeting um, some of the cast. It was dry run, so they were still going through the chemistry of putting the cast together. So um, I went through the dry run with about four of the cast members that initially got hired for Container Wars. And, but it wasn't until episode two of season one that they brought me in because um, they called me. They called me in last minute. First of all, they told me, they said, hey, we still don't know if we're going to use you for all the episodes, but we need you to come down because this is not working out. This cast that we have right now is not working out, and we've already shot one episode. We need you to come in. Mm. Fine. I show up, and it's all men, and I'm like, oh, no wonder why. It's freaking all men. It's a cock fest. (laughs) Sword fight. Never good. Never good, right? You need some boobies. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They stuck, they, I mean, literally, they stuck me in, and our first container that we were bidding on was basically um, an automotive type of container, so I knew my stuff to a T, I knew my Momo rims, I knew my Recaro seats, <laughs> I knew everything, and these guys are like, who the like hell is she? And I'm like, no, who the hell is he? So, <laughs> so there was always that tension, because the guys, wow. the guys, you know, they basically said, you know, Deanna, she is freaking smart. She's she's crazy. She gets up <laughs> in our faces. I had no fear of them, no fear whatsoever. So when it came down to the competition of winning those containers, I didn't see anything else except wanting to win. You know, and they hated the fact that I was smart. It even came to a point at one time they had to tell me, Deanna, you ter- you're too smart on camera. Kind of like tone it down a little bit. You need to be dumb. Shut your boobs and walk around the container yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And how many episodes? How many seasons did the Container Wars run? That ended up going three seasons. Okay. Um, and it ended up being a uh, twelve, twenty-four, thirty-six episodes. Okay. Nice. And uh, 
again, like I said, there's a lot of talk right now of the show being rebooted. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it it was and has been the funnest gig that I've ever booked in my whole acting career. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. Nice. No, that's uh yeah, I hope I hope you do reboot it. It'd be fun to fun to see that, you know. Um but but yeah, both of you have been uh you've been in the business for a long time. Both of you've done so many different things in your own right. Um but who are some things just Ian, Deanna, who are some individuals, some some people you you would love to work with that you haven't worked with yet? Ian. (laughs) (laughs) You Hey, yeah, hell yeah. In which he, he does have a part in the product. You know, he will be, he more than likely will be playing my bodyguard. So, oh, no sure. joke, no joke, uh-huh. seriously. Nice. And is, that, is he, uh, is he, are you playing a Latino in, the, in, the, in there, Ian? Or what, what's your uh, <laughs> ethnicity, any particular ethnicity? Whatever she wants me to play. I- <laughs> It's the, it's the opposite of coming to America, whatever you like. Whatever you like. <laughs> Up on uh, one foot. Right, right. <laughs> oh, oh, do the orangutan, right? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> bad. Um, but, but yeah. No, but what about you, Deanna? Who, who, have, uh, who would you love to work with uh, besides Ian, besides myself? Uh, that you haven't you know, I actually, I've, I've worked with people that, um, again, that I've admired over the years, and those people include George Lopez, mm. um, Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, so Robert De Niro. I've actually worked with people that I admired along the way, and I have been lucky enough to have words with them, um, wise words, but I definitely have to really incorporate George um, George taught me the best lesson in the entertainment industry, and that is you thank everybody that you have worked with because no matter what, every single person has earned Mm. their spot of being and working there for the day because without that person, a production would not be a full-blown-on production without that person. And one thing George did teach me, you go... And you especially thank that background for being there for the day. Because you never know when that background person, if one day you'll be working for them or working with them. And you never put yourself on this, I'm higher than you, I'm more than you. The only thing that separates talent for the day when you're on set is a paycheck. That's pretty much it. Somebody's getting paid a little bit more, but you never know how they're going to evolve or end up being two or three years from now or where they're going to be. So with all due respect, just have the utmost respect with, with everybody and anybody that you work with because you just never know. You just never know if you might be working for them soon or they're working for you. It doesn't really matter. So I've had the the best experience with the people that I've worked with and people that I've admired along the way, and I've learned from them for the most part to be the best person that I can be in the entertainment business and continue to do exactly what I love to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Wow. That's, that's great. That's great advice. That's, that's just coming from a place of, of, of humility, bottom line. I mean, and you know, I, I've, I've been in the business, you know, as, uh, as a, a background, right. And, uh, I, yeah, I, I met, uh, you know, who was really cool on, on the West wing, uh, Martin Sheen. 
super cool, got to shake his hand, and he was super humble. And um, Matthew McConaughey is another guy I got to got to kind of meet, and uh, uh, and he was on. I don't know if you guys recall the movie. It was kind of a more obscure movie he did. Uh, it's called Surfer Dude, back in uh, mid the mid two thousands. Uh, he was super cool on set, you know, and uh, so, but yeah, that, that's a great point, man. And I, I think that goes for any, any place in life, right? I mean, just being a humble spirit, being a hum, humble, no matter what your position is it, it, within the structure, right? If you're executive producer, the starring role, you know, yeah, man, we're, we're all there. Like you just said, Diana, we're all there to, you know, for the same purpose to make that production the best it can be, right? No matter what your role is. I think that's great. I think that's great advice. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, take that away because, like you said, you know, you never know. You just you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know who's who's gonna work for one day. You don't know. You don't know who's gonna be casting one day. And uh, you know, I live by I live by that myself. You know, I, I treat everybody. I don't care who you are. I treat everybody with with respect. You know, and uh, I, that's how I live. Bottom line, and, that, and, and like I said, that, that goes in any uh, any facet of life, you know. But but, but yeah, yeah, you make some great points. You make some great points. You know, be, before we wrap things up, guys, you know what what's next for for you guys? Um, you know, Ian, tell us what 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 do you got going? I mean, what what are some? Uh, and we kind of mentioned it earlier with with Race in L.A. Um, I know you. It sounds like you you're getting back into the acting world. Uh, what are some goals, man? Some, some maybe for this year for yourself, brother. Just overall, uh, three triathlons this year. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a that's gonna be only uh, three, only three. Uh, okay. But I also want to go back to to Deanna's point uh, with with George Lopez. Uh, he's actually been like the first celebrity to give like the raised in L.A. platform like um, get it out there. Like he he's been like supportive from like. Day one, he's been pushing it out on his stories. He's pushed it on to his friends. Um, and Dan and I were just, like, blown away because consistently George Lopez has been there for us. And he's, like, just – he doesn't even, you know, like, just sees our art and he just appreciates it. And he's, he's also been, like, the forefront of putting everybody on the map mm. from all kinds of walks of life, whether you're Latino, African-American, white – Italian, I, whatever you are, he just he. We really have to thank. You know who we have to thank is is the the guy that that was on Chips. Um, Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada, because <laughs> he was such a dick to him, and I think George Lopez realized not to be a dick, and, and like he's helped everybody, and that has like resonated to like us now. Like now we're like giving back to everybody instead of being. You know he could have easily followed that path and been like, I'm gonna be a dick to everybody else. Yeah, but he didn't, and he, he kind of changed that dynamic. That dynamic, and and like that's made us better people. Like it's it, you, you see the help, and then we're paying it back. It's I always tell him like like when he shares our story, I say you know you're passing the baton. Like you you're at this level, you're passing it to us, and so like us incorporating all these other artists, it's like us helping other people as well. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, big shout out to. Poncherello, right? From Chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, yeah. That's good, Ian, remember, man. Remember I told you, I told you I was going to interview you, too. So 
What is your dream role? What would you like to play? Oh, shit. Wow, Deanna. That's a... What do I... I mean, no, I, I would love to be in, uh, you know, the lead in, in, in something, any type of... Uh, gosh, I mean, big, big time feature, you know? Uh, um, I don't know. You know, I, I think it would be in any genre, no particular genre, but just... Just a, a solid you know, lead in a, in, a, in a very good dramatic role, you know. Uh, yeah, you know that's that's uh, that's a good question, but but yeah, definitely some something along those lines, and you know, doing something like that, man, that would be a dream come true. It really would, and um, you know, gosh, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for asking that. You know, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I know. No, I got to be ready for it. <laughs> no, you're, I, you're absolutely right. Deanna, you're absolutely right. No, it's, I, you know, you make a, a great point there. Now you he's know. all thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to identify. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, Deanna turned the tables on me right there. I love it. Got to watch out for you, Deanna. No, you never watch out for me. I'll always watch out for you. <laughs> appreciate it. I appreciate it. the man babies. I used like I used like to call them. Man, the man oh yeah. <laughs> like, always watching out for the man babies. You know, um, Deanna. But what and yourself? You know, what's uh, I know you. I, I obviously got a lot going on, but uh, you know what? What? What are for twenty twenty two? You know, I know you. I know you're the type of person who you you you're, you're always two steps ahead. You know, and you like to plan and you have a grand vision. But what can you tell us about some of your goals for this year? You know, truly, um, my goals this year are to obviously stay healthy, stay very grounded with my family because I need my family day in and day out. But for the most part, whatever I start, I always finish, and I have two projects right now I am going to finish by the end of the year, and that's the product, mm. and my other um, show that unfortunately slash fortunately that came back to me, um, that is Closet Diggers. It's a reality TV show that was pitched, and I got the rights, and I got the show back, so I'm going to go ahead and self-produce that. I mean, again, I don't want to say it's easy, but... At the end of the day, it's a very easy sale because it's something that content-wise it's going to be in demand. And again, I don't mind letting it go, but if it does come to a point where they want me to go ahead and be attached to it, I'm more than happy to. But again, being able to provide jobs for people and provide, you know, again, for my production company to pay it forward for people to have their dreams and wishes come true that is definitely a great goal and that makes me feel very successful with what I do for 2022 and yeah that's it I love yeah no that's beautiful before we go guys uh, go ahead and plug where we the good people can find you uh, social media websites all that good stuff who like Ian um, <laughs> Ian Lance art raised in LA art uh, Dan one will rise my art partner I, you know without him you know it just the two of us make raising la so big shout out to dan um also patricia this gal uh, that i she's become like my sister uh owner of better than sex it's not my restaurant but it's she's like my sister so definitely check her out support her 
my other sister right here, Deanna. Um, Deanna Malay, this is, uh, and you too, Andy. I mean, both of you, just being here to, to support both of you guys. You guys are like family to me. Uh, it's an honor. Uh, I'm just, I just wanted to be here just to, to show you guys both love, and, and uh, I'm just honored. He's lying. You wanted to be on camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, I appreciate that, Ian. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so, so much for being here, man. And, uh, like I said, it was a pleasant surprise to, to see you on, on the panel, man. And, uh, but yeah, I wish you all the luck, man. And yeah, yeah, let's continue to to move forward and collaborate, man. Any any anything we can do and, and work on, and I'm looking forward to, man. So I mean, we're just scratching the surface right now. So yes, you know. we are. And you can find me on Instagram, Deanimalay. You can find me on Twitter, Deanimalay. And you can find me on Facebook, Deanimalay. <laughs> and on TikTok, Deanimalay. <laughs> Absolutely. You cannot miss these two right here. Ladies and gentlemen, we got two heavy hitters in the house. I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time, guys. And uh, like I said, yeah, let, let's continue to rock and roll. And, 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 and chase, uh, not chase, we're not chasing, we're, we're making stuff happen, we're manifesting, man. So go follow these two, Ian Lance, Deanna Lay. you heard their stories, you heard what they're doing, they're on the social media platforms, they're all over, go give them a follow, give them some love, and, uh, you know, we're, 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 they're sure to be household names here, and, and if, if they're not already. So, uh, guys, thank you so much once again, and, uh, you know, I can't, I can't thank you enough, I, really. Fun and um, yeah, I can't wait to see what the future holds for everybody. We're excited, yeah. we really are. We really are, and um, hopefully, we'll be raising some money very, very soon. Yeah. <laughs> Go catch Metal Busters, everybody. Go check that, that show out. Executive produced by the one and only Deanna Malay, now streaming on Tubi. You can't miss it, it's five episodes right now. And it's a very funny show, and uh, you're going to enjoy yourself. Tune in on that one. So thanks again, guys, so much. I want to thank all of you uh, listeners, the viewers. Thank you so much for being here with us. And, again, wherever you're tuning in from, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Don't forget to leave it a rate review. Follow on Instagram. That's all Profile Pod TV. For Deanna, for Ian, I'm Double A. Once again, saying thank you. We'll see you next week on another episode. And always reminding you, Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for having us. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.